When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah, welcome in to Daily Vikings Entertainment. Questionable internet today for both me and Judd. So, you know, we'll grind through it. I feel like Xfinity has a vendetta out against us the last two weeks. I don't know what it is. Until they sponsor us, in which case there is no better internet than the Xfinity experience. <laughs> they used to for a long time on 1500 ESPN. You were the guy? I know. I, for a Free long cable. time. You had like Mac- 18 TVs. Dude, I had like 17 movie channels that I very rarely used. It was, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know there's like six Showtime channels? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. There's a West Coast feed. Coast, there's an East Coast, Coast feed. It's bonkers. HBO West, HBO Family, Skinamax, the whole thing. It's great. great time. Is Skinamax still a thing? I think they finally got rid of that. Or did they go away? I think it's gone now, yeah. Oh, well, uh, the Emanuel series coming up later tonight. Emanuel 8. What? Forbidden Desire. Oh, you've never seen those? Okay, I'll tell you yeah. later about it. It's great. I don't want to tie up the show. <laughs> I love what Judd knows. Anybody no, who I knows I, will it's know. It's the off-season. We can talk about the... Anybody who knows will know about the Emmanuel series. <laughs> uh, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And we've had a pretty good time... The last couple of weeks, we, we've had, it's been a, a month of lists here in June on the show, presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL, redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed and an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system, ultra-realistic, true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. And... um Two weeks ago, we did my top 20 current Vikings, and uh, that was fun. And then last week, we did Judd's top 25 Vikings of all time and the snubs yesterday. And a couple people suggested via the feedback function on the Score North app, why don't you guys put together an all-time 53-man roster? (laughs) Going back to the early 1960s, all the way through, and I think we should include active players on this. If you guys want to fight me on that, but we didn't get to include active players on Judd's list because he wanted to just make it uh, an historical list. But let's do it. Let's sit in our little war room here. Let's put on our little front office hats. Let's look at 60 plus years of Vikings history. And let's build a 53 man roster of the greatest Vikings players of all time. And I'm sure there's going to be little debates here and there. Maybe there's a. You know, maybe there's some fit. Do we need a slot cornerback? Do we need a left guard, right guard? Do we, do, do, you know, do Hutch and McDaniel need to battle it out to see who moves over to the other side? I don't know. We can have all these conversations. Wow. 
as we progress here. But I think the rules should be active players are allowed. Yep, I got them. And then and then and then we'll have a certain number of players per position group, which Judd has mapped out, and we'll go along with with those, assuming that your math is correct. <laughs> which is a stretch. There's 71 guys on yeah. this team. What happened? It's Practice 58, squad. you idiot. <laughs> so, are you guys down for this? Are you Absolutely. up for the challenge? Okay. Absolutely. Let's start with, want to start with quarterbacks? Should we just get right to it? Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's rip the bandit off. So you you have position groups based on sort of like the general guidelines of what you know, three quarterbacks, four running backs, a fullback, three tight ends, six wide receivers, eight offensive linemen, five defensive ends, four defensive tackles, five linebackers, four safety, six cornerbacks, kicker, punter, punt returner, kick returner. Yep. We'll start with quarterbacks. We need three right. quarterbacks. And and I think Fran Tarkenton is because he's the greatest quarterback in franchise history. Fine. But but we need we need to figure out are we designating a starter and two backups? These are the things we have to discuss here. Okay. Uh yeah, I think we should I think it's very fair because it makes the assignment a little more difficult but probably more fun to do exactly that. The three ladder. quarterbacks, who starts and then the backups. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing. Because, okay. like, it's a sort of a cop-out to just be like, oh, they're, they they would all start. No, actually, they wouldn't all start. So all-time fit 53. I do think Tarkington has to start. Well, he's the most mobile. Does he start over 2009 Brett Favre? See, these are the debates oh we need God. to, I, we I need to have. Do, I personally think he does. I think he okay. does, too, Phil. But, but you guys okay. can that's fine. Well, that's fine. certainly throw, I think throw he does. it back in my face. This is okay. what you do. You, you know, a little dissenting opinion never yeah. never hurt the mm-hmm. the end product. So Fran Tarkenton, I'll, I'll I'll give you the three guys. I think I think it should be Fran Tarkenton, Brett Favre. Thought about putting Case Keenum in here because he's the greatest backup quarterback in Vikings history, coming into a thir- thirteen and three season. Um, and I would put Ran- I would put Randall Cunningham in here too. Fran Tarkenton, Brett Favre, Randall Cunningham. Ooh, Dex. Mm-hmm. So so we are honoring the backups as two and three. Like that, they have to be like backup kind of guys. They can't be starter guys as quarterbacks two and three. No, they could be. No, no, they. Because be I thought that's what guy. you just said. I thought you said you wanted to do it in the in the true fashion of having the backup. No, I'm that's saying. But I I'm said, saying, which well, one no, are we do you, doing? You. Just how said are you yes. interpreting this? So I thought we just agreed that QB one is the true QB one, and then two and three. Are we going with those two and three as other great starters in Vikings history? Yes. Or are we treating them as true yes. backups? Okay, but no, no, they're starters. But well, you can do whatever you want. If you want, well, you're one voice out of the three of us. Are you advocating that Brad Johnson should be on this list or something? That's where I was just confused. I don't know which one. We just said, when we asked the question, Judge just said yes. There was two options, and he said yes. So that's why I was like, which one are we it's doing? Three. It's three starters. There's dissent. Are, we're we're you in are the picking, first position group. We're already yelling three, at each other. It's three starting quality star quarterbacks, okay. but we are rele- relegating two and three to the backup roles. So it's like we the are Pro Bowl, basically. Got yeah, it. You know. Cool. Then Dante Culpepper <laughs> has to be on this. I'm, I have to have him as three. I'm putting him over Randall Cunningham. Well, okay. So we all agree on Tarkenton. Yep. yep. Who's your do, we, do we all agree on Favre or no? Let's start there. What do we all agree um, on? Dex, you, you Tommy Kramer, Warren Moon, old Kirky boy. Old Kirky Dex boy. Is Kirk, Kirk Cousins? Is not, Kirk is not starting on my team. Or, no, Kirk's no, not playing. Starting. Kirk's not playing. Starting. Kirk's not on my, on my roster. I would go Dante and... I mean, I'd, I'd go Dante and Kramer. 
I'm going to go with longevity here. I'm going to go Dante and Kramer. All right. I thought this through. I'm going Dante. I think Dante needs to be on this list. I I would agree with Declan there. Um, I'm not going to die on that hill. Personally, I had Kramer, but then I thought I'm willing to go with Favre. So, like, I I would personally do Kramer, but the great year of Favre, I'm unfairly, I guess, I'm not doing Cunningham, which is just a personal, probably recency bias preference. But so I go Tarkington, Culpepper, and then I'm willing to split hairs with Phil okay. here because I think it's important for him to have Favre on I love it. Fran Tarkenton, Dante Culpepper, and Brett Favre. And then, you know, think about this, too. If you need a quarterback sneak, you could run Dante Culpepper in there on the one-yard line Until just to get fumbled. that. Well, Easy. that's true. Easy. And then he would fumble the ball. <laughs> what if you combine all up? the attributes of Tarkenton, Favre's big hands, Culpepper's big body? What if Tarkenton the got next list. Culpepper's... Shoulders, or actually, no, Favre got on Culpepper's shoulders, and then Tarkington got on his shoulders, and it would be the biggest quarterback of all time. So, okay, so Fran, we all agree on. You guys voted me. I, I'm fine with Dante, but you guys you guys are, are outvoting me on Dante, and then Favre, Judd and I are voting Favre in. And that's the, the democratic process right. to get to Tarkington, Culpepper, and Favre. Are we spurning... Cunningham too much, or is that fair? Personally, I am spurning him, but I'm just asking. I'm throwing that one in there. A little bit, yeah. I mean, he got to ride in the Randy Moss mobile yeah. in 1998. That's that true. Fun. Favre did make rice, didn't he? Mm-hmm. If, That's a good Can you imagine Favre with prime Randy Moss? I know they played together. He wanted to. But that would have been... He wanted Ted Thompson desperately to sign him at one point. I know that. Mm-hmm. And I think Ted said, we're not going to do it. All right. Fran, All right. Dante, Favre. On to the running backs here. Ooh, that was fun already. And that's just three. We were like fighting. We had dissent, well, it's a good miscommunication. Fight. Well, miscommunication was, it's cleared up now. That, that's cleared up now. But I love the I love the, the sparring that just went on there. I love it. Judd gives like four options. and Yes. Declan oh gives four options. Judd, Judd says yes. yes. It's like, yes. Uh, yes. what it's are a, we doing? Yes, it's three quarterbacks and there's one starter. Uh, Only one could start. Okay. okay, so we all we all do, do agree that Tarkington is starting. Though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. R- running back. Yes, we've right, covered that. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. We need four running backs. Yeah. Are we good with Culpepper as a backup? Okay. Uh, four running backs. Stop. I'll throw. A, I'll throw a pool of. There's not. It's not like there's ten to choose from here, but Adrian Peterson, who we will talk about later in the show. Yep. Chuck Foreman. Yep. Robert Smith, Dalvin Cook, seem like the obvious four to me, but Darren Nelson. Mm-mm. Had a nice little run there in the '80s as kind of a dual. We could catch passes out of the backfield. No. Boom boom. No. Okay. Yeah. Boom boom boom. Well, is your fullback? He's the oh, fullback, nice. right? Cool. Well, we'll get. Yes. Well, 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 we'll get to that. I'm just saying well, that maybe. you just hit on the running backs. Okay. There's no love for Terry Allen. Had a nice run for a no. few years. Matt Asiata. No. Ted Michael Brown Bennett. Chester Taylor. You don't want. Now, no. could I could I argue for roster construction purposes? Well, Del- oh, Delvin and it. Chuck Foreman can catch plenty of passes, yeah. so I guess those guys are... That AP- actually, to me, was easy. AP's the starter here. Easily. And then you got yeah. Chuck we got yeah. Chuck Foreman and Dalvin Cook coming in on yeah. third downs West and Coast. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blocking a little bit, maybe, too? I could actually make a case for Dalvin Cook to be the starter here, but I'm not going to fight you too much on... Hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to hear this. He's a better overall. He's a better overall football player than Adrian Peterson. Okay, but Peterson in his prime is he starts. Like I, I don't. I just, I'm just saying, Peterson. You, you took him off the field on third down. Dalvin right, Cook's a three down back. And we're still going back. to. 
And we're still going to. And at least you can you down. can throw the ball to Dalvin Cook on first down. You can't to Adrian Peterson, really. I mean, it, you kind of can. But. I mean, Adrian I, Peterson carried that team to some wins. I don't think you can carry, Dalvin Cook can't carry the Vikings to wins. Okay. I mean, he definitely had his faults, but Declan's right. No, I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to go all the way up this hill. I like the saying, animosity here. Let's keep this it going. I feel like... There's sparring. There's <laughs> anger. This is like talking on Twitter. This is even better than Twitter. This it's like is, Reddit. A, I hate is, you guys right these now. These are my at replies come to life Yes, right you guys now. are a-holes. <laughs> I hate you. Let's keep going. This is great. Oh, this is amazing. Okay. All right. I'm deleting some of the... Trimming some of the fat from the roster. Now we need... Okay, fullback. So Bill, Bill Brown, right, is the fullback. Yes. Can I throw a couple names out there just so... I can be on the record as throwing these names out there. Sure. Tony Richardson was here for two years. Excellent yep. fullback and leader. Yeah. Yep. Just want to throw his name out there. And um, Leroy Horde. Three. You need uh, two yards, he'll get you three. You need was five yards, he'll get you three. Though? He might have technically been a running back that looked like a fullback. Back. He was listed okay. as a running back, yes. Uh, Alfred Anderson was another. He was a fullback yep. in the '80s, but uh, so it's it's Bill Brown. Yeah. What about Ted Brown. Brown? No, he was a running back. And we can't include Ted was Klein Saucer as the fullback. Is he more of a tight end? H back. He's an H back. He. I think he has to go in the tight end bin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So so Bill Brown is our is our fullback. Mm-hmm. The legendary. Okay. All right. All right, uh, now we get to the tight end position group here. We need three tight ends. I'll just throw some names out. This is not a complete list, just some names to get chewing here. Sure. Steve Jordan, the aforementioned Jim Kleinsasser, because uh, you can't just have the pass catching finesse guys. We got three tight ends on the roster. You need someone that's going to get in there, get their hairy forearms dirty, you know, right. put their meat hooks on somebody, right? No dissension for me on that one. Maybe move a man off of his spot. Football. Yeah, no dissension for me on that one. Okay. Kyle Rudolph. I'll throw Kyle Rudolph in there, too. Yep. You're missing one potential. At least one, I think. Okay. Joe Sensor. Okay. Joe Sensor in his in his day was fantastic. Um, yeah, Joe Sensor. So uh, in terms of... Yardage as a receiving tight end. Steve Jordan, number one franchise history. Kyle Rudolph, number two. No rub. Vasant Shanko, yeah, number say. three. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one for no love. Stu right. Voigt, number four. Stewie. Stu. Joe Sensor only had 1,800 receiving yards? Was he a, a road-grading blocker kind of a guy? I Sensor, only no, ate at his restaurants. The, I, uh, no, knee problems. Short he, he had the big 1,000-yard Pro Bowl season. and then He was he, fantastic, he was and he had bad knee problems. So my my three, Steve Jordan, who starts, Klein Saucer, and yes, even though you guys think I hate him and I don't, Rudy is he he'd be my third. Okay. Or so he, Judd, he would be my tight end. He'd Judd putting third. aside his personal bias against That's, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle deserves it. Doing the right thing. Jermaine Wiggins Saucer. deserves a mention on this. Yes, he, he was does. really good for a couple of years. Yes, he does. Oh, he is fun to cover too, man. He what a fun player. He was impossible to cover. He's fun to cover with a tape recorder. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's any. So Steve Jordan's the starter here. Klein Saucer, Rudolph, right? Those are your those That's are your my, three. Yes, because Jim was the quintessential tight end professional blocker. Could catch a little bit, but did a lot of the dirty work. Yeah. 
I will, by the way, by the way, by the way, I'm keeping track of this just on a like a like a word document. I'll pop this up on the screen after we're done. I've got and then there. then Dex can get to work on putting 53 guys Here's in one social graphic. Here's my document. <laughs> I'll send it to you. you Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> OK, um, let's get to the next position group here presented by our friends at Livia. Okay, these are the these are some of the skinniest guys on the field we're going to get to next year. Oh, you're right. You're, and now you're saying to yourself, you know what, Judd, you're down. You, you keep talking about this, 40 pounds. How did you do it? And I am going to tell you that I did it through the simple start plan as well, which I'm offering you right now, 59 bucks. That's right, 59 bucks. Uh, if you're in town, then you... You can go in, talk to the dietitians. They will help you out. And again, the program is as simple as can be. If you're not in town, virtual visits, food sent to you. It's so simple. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Start the weight loss journey today for $59. You'll be glad that you did. And if I can lose 40 pounds, you can lose that or more. All right, coming up, Dex, the 3M Open oh, yeah. is an absolute blast, and uh, you should tell the audience about it. Yeah, Cameron Champ is coming to defend his title at the 2022 uh, 3M Open uh, coming up on July 18th through the 24th. Uh, we're going to have Tony Finau there. Patrick Cantley is going to be there. Over 153 of the world's best golfers at TPC Twin Cities. Again, from July 18th to 24th. Catch all the action live uh, and make the 3M Open a family affair. Kids are... 15 and under. Get in free with a paid adult ticket. Uh, go to 3mopen.com slash tickets to learn more. 3mopen.com slash tickets to learn more. Also, one more shout out here, too, before we get to wide receivers. Valley Park Medical Clinic, here to help you guys. It doesn't have to be embarrassing, okay? Guys have ED. It happens. You can get it fixed and taken care of with treatments that are surgery-free, drug-free, and non-invasive through Valley Park Medical Clinic. Highly trained team. They'll work with you in a discreet manner. You'll feel right at home, and you can ask any question you want. It's a very, very comfortable environment. ValleyParkMedicalClinic.com. ValleyParkMedicalClinic.com. All right, we roll on to the wide receivers. Six wide receivers on our 53-man roster, and we're including active players. I'm going to throw out six here. I have like eight in front of me, but Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, I'll give you five. And Adam Thielen. And then I also have a Madrashad, Sammy White, John Gilliam, Jake Reed. Oh, yeah. Um, Anthony Carter? Did, yeah, did you say him as well? Anthony Carter. Yeah, sorry. Anthony Carter. Okay. So I've got Rashad and White as well, but I agree with you on Diggs. I, agree. I think I agree on JJ. Like, he's still really young, but he's fantastic. Dude, yeah, um, I like him a lot, but the guy who comes off this list, personally, Thielen. Uh, he's been he's been great, but, dude, there's a lot of – I mean, you just went through a list. I mean, this team has had some great talent at that spot. Um, I want to reward guys that were dynamic, not just stable. And, and I mean, there's probably a case to, to be made that a few of the guys that we all didn't see play deserve it just as much, but we didn't see play. So I think Thielen, Declan, for me personally, has to come off if I'm going to put J.J. on, and I'm inclined mm. to agree with Phil on Jefferson. I, I think mean, Diggs deserves it, right? Yep. Diggs, Diggs has more, I think, talent than, than Adam Thielen. 
He does. Agreed. But uh, Thielen, you know, we had a little bit of the nostalgia factor and the Minnesota boy and how he rose up from the dead, basically, from the practice squad and was an undrafted free agent. I don't know if you heard of this, but he uh, went to Minnesota State Mankato just a couple hours south of the Twin Cities. So, like, there's that lore of him. Um, man, I think I think I got to have Thielen over Diggs. I think I, I'm going to be the Minnesotan. The Ooh. one of us is going is to – that's that's how I'm swinging. I think Diggs is a better receiver. But if we're talking about all-time Vikings, dude, I, I think okay. Thielen trumps it. Could I make a case that Diggs should not be on this list? His two best seasons came with the Buffalo Bills – he did not make a Pro Bowl with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, he is responsible for the most iconic playoff moment, maybe in that franchise helps. history. But with the Vikings, he wasn't the max version of himself. You know, he's 10th on the franchise list in receptions. He's ninth right. on the franchise list in yards. It sounds crazy, but well, who are the locks? Moss is a lock. Carter is a lock. Chris Carter is a lock. I think Anthony Carter is a lock. I agree. And I think Justin Jefferson's a lock. So that leaves two okay. more spots All right. for Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, Ahmad Rashad, Sammy White, yes, John Gilliam, Jake Reed. I mean, Sammy, you almost have to put Sammy White on here, don't you? And what were Gilliam's stats? I mean, he was a guy that we all didn't see play, but he was fantastic for that yeah. era, correct? Yes, but Sammy White had more longevity Gilliam only played for like four years with the Vikings. Sammy White played a decade with the Vikings. Yeah. And Sammy White represents the mid-70s through the early 80s, the end of the Bud Grant run. I don't know how you – like you have to include someone from that era, I feel like. Rashad or him. You'd have to make that call. I personally was a bigger Rashad fan, but I think in retrospect it's probably White. Now, because the problem is this. Rashad had the miracle with the Met uh, catch. Diggs had the catch against the Saints. And, like, those things definitely paint how you feel about players. There's no question about that. The inter- yeah. So the interesting thing about Diggs, so just to uh, play devil's advocate to your point about Diggs, you know, Diggs demanded a trade because he didn't feel, correctly so, that he could be the best of himself here. Mm-hmm. Um, but... He wasn't. So I guess my question is this. Is Thielen the shoe-in then? Or... I think Thielen's above Diggs. I think Thielen's okay. above Diggs. And then yes. the question is, is it Ahmad Rashad, is Ahmad Rashad above Thielen? I think it's Thielen, guys. Jake Reed's getting no love in this conversation. but It's so hard to give Jake Reed love, though, because we've got, and this is not fair, but we've got Carter and Moss. Like, it's hard to put all three guys from that era into this and, and Thielen is ahead of Ahmad Rashad in receptions and yardage and touchdowns. Right. So it's White then, right? So it's White, Thielen. White and Thielen. Jefferson. And so this would also give us, in terms of receiving touchdowns, Carter, Moss, Carter, White, Thielen. Yep. And then um, J- Justin Jefferson obviously doesn't sit on these lists quite yet because he hasn't played long enough. But Right. There it is. So Randy Moss, Chris Carter, Anthony Carter, Justin Jefferson, Sammy White, Adam Thielen are the six wide receivers. Yeah, the Jefferson Any final one. Dissension here. The, the Jefferson one I totally get, but I can see that there probably will be outside dissension because he's only a couple years in. Sorry. He's but he might be the second best I get man this, this but list. I think we're gonna get pushback from the public and I sort of get and I just want want to say I totally get that. Okay. All right. Uh now we move to 
offensive lineman. Okay, this is going to be, by the way, because this is this. We didn't know how long this was. Go- We're going to let's do the offensive lineman, and then we'll do what are people saying about the Vikings, yeah. and we'll do the we'll do the rest of the fifty three later this week, probably on Thursday of this week. We need eight offensive linemen, but more specifically, we also need, it can't just be any, it can't have eight centers, you know, can't have eight guards. Yeah. So we need to fill out a starting offensive line I of five yeah. and then three backups of some kind. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, the guys that were on your top 25 list, Mick Tinglehoff, Matt Burke, Steve Hutchinson, Randall McDaniel, Ron Yeri. So those guys, let's start there, right? Those guys are all probably on here because they were on your top 25. Mm-hmm. Zimmerman was on my top 25 That's right. as well. He's a tackle, right? Get, He's a yeah, tackle. Gary Zimmerman. So we've and, got... And what position was yes. he? Right tackle? Right tackle. tackle? Uh, okay. He was a left tackle. Left tackle. Ron, Ron right. Yeri was a right tackle. It actually works out perfectly if you okay. make those your bookends. Okay. Um, okay. And then I think... I think the starting guards would be McDaniel, and then I would just pit Hutch to right guard. For, Ooh, for the sake you want to have that conversation with Hutch? I would have that. Hey, look, if I show up with 64, if 64 in that weird stance comes walking onto the field, Hutch is going to be the first guy to say, you know what? I bow down, Randall McDaniel. Bow down. Yeah, you're the left guard. I bow down. And Tinglehoff would be our center. Okay. So, yeah, um, Tinglehoff. And then and then the right tackle is Ron Yeri, you said, right? Yep. Yep, because he was a right tackle, so that that actually works out positionally. I'm trying to think if there's any. I think you're right here. You got Zimmerman's a Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. Hall, Ron is Ron Yeri. Ron Yeri is the only non Hall of Famer no, in this group. He's in. Yeri, Yeri's Hall of Famer. He got in. So you got five Hall of Famers here up front. Hard to disagree yep. with any of these guys. Yep. Now we need three backups. Samia. So we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Bradbury. <laughs> Oliudo. Yeah, we need someone with some versatility. Ryan Cook. He could play all the interior spots. <laughs> <laughs> right. New Mexico, New Mexico, right? Yes. Second round oh pick out of New Mexico. Oh, my God. So we probably need, you know, I, I would say a backup center would be nice. Someone that, that could fill in because, you know, Mick Tinglehoff was a durable guy, but it's also getting pretty old. Oh, absolutely. So you just want to make sure. Yeah, so he's passed away. Now, yes. Who's your? Yeah, that's true. Um, Rest in peace. Sorry, Mick Tinglehoff. So um, I said. Burke on my top 25, but I think I got pushback that was fair. And the pushback at that position was Christie and Loudermilk, who was before Christie. So I could definitely see replacing Burke if you guys are up for that. I think we should put Jeff Christie in. And and obviously, if people say, well, how can Matt Burke be on the top 25 list, but not the the 53-man roster, can say, well, first of all, there's only eight offensive linemen to go around. And second of all, I think Jeff Christie should have gotten more love in the yeah. top 25 list. So Judd screwed up. Jeff so Christie was the starting center Twitter for one of the great offenses saying, of all time. Zolgad, your list has no credibility. You're a jerk. You're a dork. Yeah. Your list sucks. I'm okay <laughs> with accurate. that, too. I'm, and I'm then okay with the criticism. We probably on. need... So we got, got we, we can move a tackle into guard if we need to, too. But I've we got, got a backup guard and tackle. Okay. So So my thoughts are this. So I've got two more. Ed White, who a lot of people said should have been on my top 25 list, who who was traded in the 70s from the Vikings to the Chargers, who was a great player at guard. And then my tackle is a guy that Phil brought up on the snub list episode on Monday, Grady Alderman. Yeah. 
old school. He was Fran Tarkenton's left tackle, right? Right. But as you said, Phil, he was really good. Again, a guy I didn't see play, and there's definitely some bias when I didn't see guys play, which is probably okay. misplaced. I think we're not giving enough love to Corey Stringer yeah. at right tackle. Yep. Okay. Bryant McKinney at left tackle. I'm okay with not giving I would put love. Stringer over McKinney. Okay. I, I agree. If push now came the question, to shove. Yeah. So would you put would you knock out Alderman and put in Stringer? What about Tim Irwin? I want to throw his name out there too. From the eighties, really early nineties. Really good player. I don't know if he belongs on this list. I think Stringer all right. I, I would go Stringer over Alderman to represent I think we need to represent okay. the greatest era of offensive football a little bit more here. My you know, issue my issue with McKinney is great talent, but he never really completely applied himself yeah. where Corey did. I, yeah. Okay. Bryant was a Hall of Fame talent who never used that talent to be a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. So we're going to go, our backups are going to be Jeff Christie at center, Ed White guard, Corey Stringer at tackle. Yeah. So Grady comes off, but I know nothing about Ed one. White. Me, me too. I don't know. Uh, Ed White was a magnificent guard, and I bear I I missed him as a Viking. He was uh, a guard for the Chargers, the Dan Fouth teams. Um, he forced his way out in a contract dispute with the Vikings and was traded for, I believe, Ricky Young was the return from the Chargers. He was a three-time Pro Bowler with the Minnesota Vikings in the mid nineteen seventies, and then went to San Diego. And another dude from that era that played until he was. 38 years old, just Marvelous. grinding interior offensive line at age 38 in the National Football League. Yes, sir. Let's get it with Ed White. So Football. there you have it. I'm going to pop this up here. So give me one second here. This is great. This, this is, is a lot of fun. We're going to, yeah, we, I didn't know it was going to take that long. So we can definitely do uh, the defensive players later on this week here. But it's a lot of hatred too, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. I mean, we were into it like we were really nasty for a while got really chippy there for God, I take us up my coffee to calm down for a second there okay all right so we've got the offense and i believe there are 25 offensive players that we have on this 53 man roster so far um tell me if you guys can see this here on the on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, you got this. This is literally just my Word document here, my show prep document. It's a little small, but it's yeah, it's good. Okay, so we've got Fran Tarkenton as the starter, Dante Culpepper, Brett Favre. We've got Adrian Peterson as the starter with Chuck Foreman, Robert Smith, Alvin Cook, Bill Brown starting fullback, Steve Jordan starting tight end with Jimmy Kleinsasser, Kyle Rudolph. Randy Moss, Chris Carter as the starting wide receivers with Anthony Carter. Actually, could I put? Could I do this? I'm going to make Justin Jefferson a starter, and you guys can fight me later for it. Yeah, Unstoppable. Moss and Justin Jefferson. No, I disagree with this completely. That's okay. Well, then you can hack Chris into Carter, my document. You're really going to – So, oh, my God. What? Chris He's better Carter, than Chris Carter. Ha- I don't like Chris Carter as a person, and I think he has to start. Justin Jefferson is better than Chris Carter through two – Pick oh, the two, pick yeah, the two, two best years of Chris Carter. Guy. Pick the two best years of Chris Carter. No. And line it up next to the two best Everything years. Everything was Justin fine. Jefferson. We had all reconciled <laughs> our differences I'll until put the you star pulled back. this stunt. I'll put the star back. I just want you to know that that star is ready to be taken as a starter by Justin Well, let's Jefferson. hear it. You know what, Twitter? Reach out to us, folks. Tell us what you think. <laughs> we'll get feedback on this. Anthony Carter, Sammy White, Adam Thielen round out yeah. the wide receivers. And then offensive linemen are 
Gary Zimmerman, Randall McDaniel, Mick Tinglehoff, Steve Hutchinson, Ron Yeri as the starters, and then Jeff Christie, Ed White, Corey Stringer as the backups. All right. Well, there you have it. That is your offensive side of the ball here. Vikings 53-man roster. Amazing. I think we should uh, cheers a celebratory surly to the offensive side of that process right there. You know, why do one when you can do two? You know, that's the question. Oh, my God. Stacking stacking the surlies. You know what? We might debate on this show. We might have just big debates about the Vikings all-time roster and who belongs. But the one thing that Phil, Declan, and Judd all agree on is that the drink that belongs in your fridge is a surly. Now, we could debate. You know, sometimes it might be a furious night. Sometimes, as as the summer of surly is here, it might be a logic bomb night. But there is no debate that if you are looking for the best beer possible, it is surly. Two examples. Two Hall of Fame beers here go directly to Canton from surly. Amazing. Uh, hey, we are giving away, and you only have two or three days left here. Well, I guess 28th, 29th, 30th, through the end of the month. We're giving away a trip for two to see the Purple Play Miami in week six. It's the Purple Daily Getaway to Miami. We'll cover the tickets, lower-level tickets, and we will cover the travel costs as well. Uh, to enter, you can open up the Score North app. It's free. It's a central hub for all the content that we produce. Register, and then enter through Listener Rewards, and we will draw a winner after the month is complete. Yeah, all you have to do is register. It's free, and uh, you might have a chance with somebody else to go see Minnesota versus Miami. Um, Also, before we get into what people are saying about the Vikings, our friends at Dennis Kirk are supplying all the apparel and accessories you need for riding season. Free shipping on orders over $89, 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, and same-day shipping on orders placed before 8 p.m. So whatever you ride, Harleys, Indians, Metro Cruisers, Sport Bikes, You'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. Ride more, wait less at DennisKirk.com. Okay, what are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings? Well, they're saying that Adrian Peterson is going to box Le'Veon Bell at the end of July. A boxing match between Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell. This is what happens when you buy expensive camels for your birthday party. Do you remember, Phil, when I, I think we started to talk about this on the old show probably four years back, about how my fear was that it was not going to end well for AP, who, you know, is again a Hall of Fame player. Like he is a Hall, there is no question in my mind. I I would say first ballot. I mean, in his dominant days, he was absolutely great. MVP doesn't happen now. But anyway, do you remember how I voiced concern to you that it was going to end poorly? It was well. Going to you end voiced concern ugly. to me about a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of times. So it's hard sometimes to I know. remember. But, oh, that's the one time Judd voiced concern. But yeah. But my point, my point is, this is ending worse than I feared. He's about to box Levian Bell. This is Le- worse than I feel. Well, Levy and Bell, too. Remember, didn't he sit out? Didn't he forfeit like a $10 million season or something? Because did Pittsburgh, he sit out a whole season? Yeah, I think he sat out Pittsburgh and then he went to the Jets and it didn't. Uh, and it, and he, was it the was Ravens and Chiefs last year? Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs didn't use him. He got all mad. It's like, dude, the, if the Chiefs don't use you, something's wrong with you. So they're going to meet. It's going to be July 30th at Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. 
And uh, they're going to meet on the undercard of Social Gloves 2, an event promoted by YouTube star Austin McBroom, who will take on fellow YouTuber uh, Anne Eason Gibb. Sure. I might be butchering that pronunciation. I don't know who that. I know who Austin McBroom is. I, I don't you. know who the second person is. Uh, rapper Blueface will fight former NBA player Nick Young on the undercard. Peterson, 37 years old, is a former MVP, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bell's only 30. So there's a seven-year age gap between these two. I feel like Peterson's a much bigger guy than Le'Veon Bell, but maybe I'm just remembering them differently in past. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen Bell up close. I mean, Peterson was uh, is a hulking as far as a physical man. I mean, he could kick your ass. So I thought he and maybe he still will because he's not going to play in the NFL anymore. I don't I don't think there's any. You no, know, he's 37. The XFL. Is there would would the, would he be enough of a draw for the XFL? Oh, yeah. Like guys like him and Terrell Owens to say, "Hey, let's give you almost like the Live Golf Tour, right? We're not going to give you a hundred million, but like we'll give you we'll give you one million dollars." And he's clearly broke. So yes, or I will. Does he be, just really like maybe he just likes no, competition. No. I will be I will be shocked if he is not playing football in a league other than the National Football League at some point in the future. Man, I think the XFL is exactly where he ends up. Okay, what if he look? I mean, he is chiseled and very athletic, and you know, thirty-seven is pretty old for a boxer too. But you could still fight for five more years. What if he just has magic hands and makes a nice little, you know, ten-fight run here in the next five years? It depends if he actually works at at the uh, Sweet Science. I think if he works oh, at, he's got I, I a bet chick, he, he's got. I a bet chance. he does. But I mean, it's a that's a hell of a sport. Like you can't just go like you've got to have a plan and you've got to be good at it. But yeah, if he applies himself. Um, I will say this for his own sake. He probably, uh, considering the fact how long he has played the running back position and the punishment he's taken, being hit in the head is probably not the best idea now for a guy who's taken shots to the head throughout his life, but wouldn't surprise me. Frank Gore made a a pro fight debut back in May with a fourth round knockout. So, uh, yeah, he fought Darren, Darren Williams in an exhibition car. Wait a second. Uh, Frank Gore. Yeah, that, that, the, the Darren Williams one was in the December undercard. Then he made his pro debut in May with a fourth-round knockout. So oh, maybe that's where we're headed. Instead of these guys fighting over the rushing title, trying to catch Emmett Smith, they're just going to fight each other in actual rings. In saying something in all seriousness, I hope for this guy it doesn't end tragically. Like Peterson just seems to be on a track to me where it's just going you know, ro- roller coaster, right? There's got to be just, other ways for him to make money, I hope right? It ends, can he, I hope can it he ends coach? Okay. Can he? Uh, there's Sign no business. There's no lines? business ventures. There's no endorsement things he can do. I don't know. Well, like I, I think he was at. I think he was at. Uh, what, what's the place in Ridgedale? Is it Sports HQ? HQ. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think he was signing there in like the last couple months. Well, which I'm a, sure lot like a lot of athletes sign yeah. there. But that's a lucrative payday. Like you get a lot for that. I think. I think you yeah. get a decent sized paycheck. What Pete Rose does for a living now. I think. And the paycheck he's going to get for being on the Vikings' all-time fifty-three-man roster that we're putting together here too. I mean, that's a what a launching pad. That's Here's my question for Adrian Jets: Does twenty-eight get retired? Yes. Yes. I think it does not because Why? eighty-four is not. He's a Ring of Honor guy, but I think if you're not going to retire Moss's number, you're not going to retire Peterson's. I could make a case to retire both. By the way, of course. That would be a really wow outside the box take. 
to make a case that I'm Randy saying, Moss and Adrian Peterson yeah. have their no, numbers I'm retired. Saying, I'm not, I'm I can't not, wait for that bold episode of Purple on Daily. What I'm, what I'm Here's saying, He's going to make a case that Randy Moss was amazing. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? <laughs> what I'm saying is I am not objecting to retiring 28. I'm just saying I think if you're not going to retire Moss's number, you're probably not going to retire Peterson's. So I just pulled up a list here. So Vikings retired numbers are Fran Tarkenton, Mick Tinglehoff, Jim Marshall, Corey Stringer, Chris Carter, Alan Page. <laughs> Why are we retiring Jim Marshall's number, but not Randy Moss's number? I, this is I've written about this. We've talked about this. I this to me is one of the biggest flaws organizationally that this team has. How is eighty four? And I know there's not a lot of numbers to go around. It's a sport where you need a lot of numbers. It's true. I I don't care. Randy Moss's number should be retired, and I don't think I can justify retiring Peterson's if I don't retire Moss. Also, the Giants have 14 numbers retired. The the 49ers have like 12 or 13 numbers retired. You can find room for a couple more. And the Ring of Honor idea, I absolutely love. Like, I think that's a fantastic idea to put guys who were really damn good but not great. Like, uh, let's just say the Wild put Koivu's uh, name in that. <laughs> and not number nine to the rafters. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> if you want to hear Judd rant about Miko Koivu's name, uh, number show. being retired, Judd's Hockey Show is the place for you guys. So, uh, all right, that is a wrap on Purple Daily here. Uh, in fact, uh, that dissension at the end of the show was presented by Federated. Federated's here <laughs> to help protect your business from risks on the horizon. They're like an offensive line for your business. And they'll be in your ring of honor when it comes to the the reasons why your business was maximized. So federatedinsurance.com if you want to find out more information and how they can help your business. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on I think we'll do this uh second half on Thursday. All right, we'll do the the we'll wrap the 53 man all time. Everyone can take 48 hours, get a rest day, and then we'll do write that down tomorrow and Thanks we'll do the up. rest of this 53 on Thursday. <laughs>